God, you gotta put that in there. And they can lift it up. Nah, let's put my shirt down. <laughs> Fuck you. Thank you to another tune. Thank you for tuning the fork where everything is everything in life. Don't you hate when my fucks be kicking that shit off? Dog. That shit make me want to immediately turn it off. Grow more looking. Make sure you hit that make sure you hit that subscribe button, mate. Like, notifications. And you're like, dude. Take down something, dog. Relax, man. You 53, right. dude. <laughs> doing a lot. Doing you do it a lot. You do it a lot. With a little. With a <laughs> Two to the fork, man. Episode 14. Welcome we back. back. We back. I'm James. I'm Life. And uh, we're here to just chop it up. Yeah, we right back at it, man. Man, how you feeling? I'm good, man. Good. I'm good, man. A lot of moving parts out this motherfucker, baby. We're going to get this shit like right, a, dog. Like a transmission. Right, exactly. A lot of, a lot of. <laughs> A lot of moves. We going to get this shit right, dog. I don't give a fuck. How long it take? Man. Shit. I, uh, just been chilling, man. Yeah. Ain't really nothing been popping. For sure. For sure. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback, man, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, for me, man, that feedback, uh, just fuels me to keep going, man, because sometimes you wonder whether... Whether it even matter, whether your shit is just going off into the ether. Yeah. But when you get that positive feedback, especially from, from dudes, man, who, who say they get it, uh, it means something, man. So I, we, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, and I've actually been sitting and thinking about how I'm going to feel when, like, super negative shit start popping through. Like, what do you... What do I do with that? Right. Because if I'm giving value to one, uh-huh. then I'm going to also have to be able to give value to the other. Yeah, and I think that's the key, man. It, even if it's super negative, it's, it's, it's a gem in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you recognize the gem when you can. And then you also recognize that, you know, it could be come from somebody in a weird space. So you yeah. give them a little bit of... Whatever, how they feel about it is how they feel about it. I think what I've been really focusing on when people are offering feedback is what their thought process is right. for coming to whatever conclusion that right. they come to. Even right. if it's one that's counter uh-huh. to ours, uh-huh. I like listening to the thought process that they went through to get there. Right. And I and I think that piece of it more than anything is kind of what makes me feel good. The right. fact that people are even thinking cuz we're not talking about shit that I I don't feel we're talking about things that is common. Right. In the ethos. Right. Or right. if it or if it is it's in it's in the it's in the fringes. It's in small 
select groups yeah. that are that are pretty strong. But yeah. in terms of where we operate and who we interact with, yeah, I feel like it's just a different yeah. type of conversation. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that people recognize who I've been talking to. They saying, hey man, just hearing two dudes talk about some shit I yeah. ain't really thought about, or I'm not even comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talking yeah. about, but you guys are kind of giving me the green light to go into these other spaces right. to talk about it. Right. Which I think is dope. Yeah. And and this is something we, you know, even before we started doing this, man, we've been talking this way, disagreeing and agreeing and being mad and all that shit and being wrong. <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty sure all the do. I'm pretty sure a lot of cats out here interact with their their people the same way. Yeah. Um, but you know, and I found that it's hard for some some cats to feel wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to not necessarily be proven wrong, but to not have the answer and just kind of talk it through, right? Um, but I think seeing this and seeing that shit, we wrong every. Every joint that I've watched, I've seen a piece where I was wrong. Yeah, same. And that, I mean, that's part of it, man. I ain't, you know, and I, I never came to be an expert or be right. So, and that's the beautiful part of it, I think, because yeah. it's when we when you live in a world where motherfuckers' attention spans are so short. Yep. Most of their ideals and concepts about things right. are ready-made. Yep. It's like fast food for thought. Yep. So yep. you don't know how the sausage is made. Yep. You don't know the work that was put into tackling and testing all yeah. of these different yeah. pieces of that thought. Yep. You just know that it was presented to you in this yeah. way, and now yeah. you go out and repeat it. Yeah, exactly. We're actually exactly. sitting down and having conversations yeah. and processing things yeah. that we don't even no. Right. And, and even at the end of at the end of the joint, it's right. like we might we still might not know. Yeah. But we're comfortable in yeah. that space. Yeah. And I think we're giving other people permission to be comfortable with not knowing. Yeah. And also look at the people they're talking to and understand that, you know, that, you know, if you have a, a thought about something, um, notice I ain't say opinion, just a thought. That don't make it right or wrong. It's just a conversation. That yeah. don't make it right or wrong. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? We all go into this thing trying to sort of navigate it. And, you know, when you talk to, you know, your people, it's okay to just chop it up. And it's okay to have a little silence in between yeah. fucking thoughts. Yep. And that's something I think I've been seeing in mind. Like, I'll think about something. Yeah. Or even when I'm having a conversation with someone. Yep. Because we live, the way shit is set up now, the faster you respond, yeah. the better your points are, the yeah. higher your points are. Like, oh, yeah. he's quick-witted. Or, yeah. He, got, yeah. He, had a, he had an answer for everything kind yep. of shit. Yep. And then if what you said quickly was wrong, yeah. you probably won't go back yeah. and correct it with the same energy. Right. You'll probably just move on to some other shit or worse, right. you'll defend <laughs> that motherfucker to the death. No, you wrong. Knowing you wrong. Right. Yeah, and I, I think that also comes from, dog, a lot of times, and we've all heard this dozens of times, people talk to you, and when you're talking to them, they're not listening to you. They're thinking about what they're about to say. Yeah. So as soon as you get done, they hop right in with the, 
and they don't even, you know, they don't even get the what you're giving them. They're just trying to to say something. So those gaps, man, are are, are key. And pauses. And what you just said, I, what when, we, when I go back and I look at this stuff, what I'm learning about me is I am so attached to my thoughts mm -hmm. and ideas. And one of the things that this, that this podcast or the process of creating it has actually helped me understand is how to let go of certain thoughts and ideas. Yep. Because... Sometimes you'll be on a track yeah. that I need to stay on and I've got to be okay with letting go. So like, like you just said, everybody's sitting and listening right. and in my mind, I'm like, oh, that was a dope thought. Let yeah. me show how dope I am <laughs> by, by, by holding on to that thought and right. not listen to him. But through this podcast in a lot of cases, bro, I've got to take whatever quote unquote dope thought I have yeah. and let that motherfucker go yep. so that I can be a better listener yeah. and follow where it is that you're trying to go. Yeah. And, 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 as, and as simple as that, as that may sound, exactly. it's hard yeah. as a motherfucker, especially yeah. to me walking around thinking I'm all of this old shit and, <laughs> and my thoughts, but I've got to, if I want to be a better friend and a better listener and a better yeah. contributor to these conversations, yeah. I got to be willing to let a lot of those thoughts go yeah. so that I can participate in the path that you construct and yeah. want to go down a lot of cases. Yeah. And, a lot, and that ain't got shit to do with me. Right. And, and it's about removing the ego ultimately at yep. the end of the day. Because yeah. I got to be like, okay, what does life need? Where, where is he trying to go in that conversation. Yeah. And I really think about that shit a lot, bro. And and, and then I take that right. into the real world right. yeah. after we leave here. Yeah. And it's deep because, you know, everything that I've uh, been reading recently is about, I just got finished that book, The Four Agreements. Dope ass book. Um, about being in the moment. And part of being in the moment is building moments from moment to moment, right? So what mm. you just said, you know, we could be building something, having a conversation about something and building, and each of us are adding to this, these moments, right? And and same thing, you could have a thought in your head that a dope ass thought, but it might not be what this moment needs. You know what I'm saying? So you're building these, these moments, man. And again, that for me, you hit it right on the head, dog. Once you take it outside of this, you start to understand to be in the moment and hear what someone is saying because you're contributing, you, you conversations with people are building moments. It's not about uh, a lot of times you driving this thing or the other person driving the thing. It is, it is, it is own creation. Yeah. Right. So, and, and bringing that into <clears throat> the world, man, and that creation requires you to not only be present in hearing and listening, but also understanding and, and empathizing and seeing what this person is saying and how they're saying it, and then being able to build on that. So that's good shit. And when, and when I think about the thoughts, the whole idea of saying they're mine is wrong. Right. Because none of the shit is mine. Right. And Right. If the source of all of these thoughts 
if the source is infinite, right. then I'll have a new thought. Yep. And the yep. idea that I've got to hold on to yeah. something that I have an infinite amount of right. is wild. Right. And so... <laughs> he said it's wild. It's just a practice of just having faith and yeah. trusting yeah. and being secure yeah. that you'll be okay. Yeah. Because you really get to show up like as a whole human being, yeah. as a whole individual. Yeah. And be ready to be whatever this, this, uh, the situation requires. Like yeah. one day, today, I might just have to be the motherfucking ear and, and sit in the passenger seat. Right. And let life drive. Right. And then one day, shit, we might look at me. I'm going to pull over, get something to eat. You right. drive. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. whatever it is. But sometimes we enter into a space wanting it to be something. And then it, and we, we sort of corrupt it in yeah. a way. Yeah. Because we don't leave room for, like, the unknown. Yep. For, for the moment. For that moment to, and the, from moment to moment, man, is, is we don't know. We're just here from moment to moment building. And that's what building is. People think, you know, they use this word building. We just building, we just vibing. Vibing and building is about being in the moment, understanding you're in the moment, and then contributing to the moment from moment to moment. Um, in a way that, you know, like you said, that builds it however it gets built. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's good shit. That's, that's, uh, and that's something we can take on Everything, man. Everything. And not just how we interact with people. Again, dog, always bring it back. How you interact with yourself. You know what I'm saying? How do you speak to yourself in those moments? Do you clutter up your, those moments with thoughts of past shit? Thoughts, worry about future shit? Some side tangent shit, what other motherfuckers is doing and not doing? You know what I'm saying? Or do you try to remain in this moment and building from moment to moment? So to that point, Why do you think we feel it's so important to reiterate certain things? Because when you just said what you just said, yeah. like I feel like a lot of the things that I say, and I think I hear you saying them sometimes a lot too, is across different uh, segments of the podcast. Right. Is it, you think, like a fear of being misunderstood or something? Nah, I just, I just always, for in those instances, I just always like, for me, because a lot of times, even in, in regular life, dog, there's a consistent message that exists. Okay. There's a consistent thing that, that needs to be reminded and, and sort of, not necessarily revisited, but to be remi- I need to be reminded of on a regular basis. And those things pop in and out of my existence in, in multiple ways, right? Um, you know, and sometimes it's a sign, like I'll go somewhere and see a very distinct thing, and then I'll, two days later, I'll see the exact distinct thing, right? right. And that's a message to me as it moves through. So in these I cases, that. I think that consistent message, dog, is something that when, I, when it comes back again, it, it just sort of drives home what for me a piece of what this whole thing is about about you know for me understanding how i operate and what and how things are like the process piece we always talk about you know mm-hmm. this everything is a process right 
And we always talk about, you know, how you speak and how you interact with yourself, because that's part of my, you know, from from thing to thing. And these are all things that always come back to me and always become visible again. That's a good that's a good point, because I think the I think the. A pattern is just something that is done over and over. Yep. And I think that is a pattern that yeah. should be a pattern. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like all of this shit is just a reflection of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. And remembering that is a very, very, very yeah. important piece. Because it's almost like saying, like when you see people who are loving, they're just loving people. Right. And they love themselves. Right. Right. And, it, and like a lot of it is just kind of like a reflection, a mirror of one yeah. and the other. Yeah. And those patterns, man, only exist when you create them. Got to create them. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you participate in patterns that were created. Exactly. And most of them ain't good patterns. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so this part of this, doing this, is creating that pattern. Is I mean, for me, even yeah. in going back and, and listening to it and and... And all of that, it, it, dog, it, it reinforces the patterns that I want to create, the different patterns. Because like you said, the patterns that were there before were not healthy patterns. And for a myriad of reasons, we all got them, mm-hmm. right? But in changing those patterns, dog, part of that is hearing it and seeing it and taking those symbols and those representations as part of that pattern. And that doing piece is like what brings it all together. That's right. That's right. It seals it. Seals it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because the dude, uh, yeah. For sure. One of the patterns that I think that I've been trying to create in my life, man, is just um, trying to put myself in positions of looking for opportunities to be of service. Mm. Yeah. And I actually get yeah. up now looking for that yeah I, you know i've got a lot of time on my hands i'm right. thinking you know i got a lot of stuff that i'm that we're doing and all of that and it's like i can always carve out some time to just try to do something else for somebody else man but what is that let me ask you this what is that because you know a lot of times when you hear that um and i kind of know you know what I'm saying? Kind of the, the things that you that you do, but just for people who wouldn't know, it could it could bring up a thought of you know you go out and you kind of do these very formal things to be of service to people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Less fortunate and all that kind of stuff. What is that? How does that manifest for you? I think for me, checking in with people is a part of that, um, and that's deep because that is being of service, but it's not. A formal thing. It is something that that is received not as a something of service, but is is just received as love. It, and it's. I think we look for everything we do matters. Right, right. And so, I am a firm. I, I am a firm believer in that. Right. Meaning. So I don't get to just lay in motherfucking bed, bro. Yeah. There's me moving and existing matters. Yeah. And so 
the number of people or things that I can touch uh-huh. and the amount of energy that I can give out into the world uh-huh. is service to me. And so it, it's almost like if you're a giver, you look for opportunities to give. Right. Or if you're, it's like, it's just, it's just the way that you see the world. Right. And, and so if you're not a giver or that, if you're, if you're not, if you don't have that kind of lens, then you'll see giving maybe as like some philanthropic shit. Right. Or right. going and feeding the homeless for Christmas. Right. Or, right. you know, that kind of stuff. Right. But me, right. being of service is just moving. Right. And existing. Right. And touching people. Right. Right. Because if you see a person walking down the street uh-huh. and you say hello. Right. That's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, like, I wanted you to clarify that because I get it. I get that. But I just wanted to be clear that a lot of times we do these things, like, not necessarily on, intentionally, mm-hmm. but we just do them because we just, that's just the kind of people we are, right? Yeah. But when you do it intentionally, it changes patterns yeah right it changes and and this is what and you receive back things intentionally yeah right when you when you go out and and this is what you set out to do not just something you just happen to see somebody walking down the street yeah and you say hey or you know what i'm saying or or whatever the case is like intentional the intentional piece is something that that's valuable so the intention is being it right I want to, my intention is to be love. Right, right. So the end result of that is no matter where I'm, I'm trying that, right? Right. So motherfucker starts talking crazy, (laughs) then I'm going to be challenged in that area. Right. So I'm looking, the intention is to wake up that day to be love. Right. To be of service. Right. And, and so that means that the way that I see the world is mm-hmm. going to be one of service. So that might be, it might, but I'm calling the shit that I'm doing what that, I'm not, I'm not necessarily calling everything that I do that. Right. That's just calling who I am that. Right. I get it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I think it, yeah, because because the intention, the action is an end result is a byproduct of who it is you're choosing to be. Right. But the action you need the action in order to kind of like flip it and and and, and seal it in a, in a in a way. So do you think that that? And this is probably true, but I just your thoughts on whether to get to be that are both paths viable. If you get up every day and you say, okay, I'm going to do these or, you know, whatever, I'm going to be of service in these ways, right? Or if you say, I'm going to be love, I'm wake up and be love and whatever that looks like for you, right? You think those are two paths to the same thing? Or do you think you need to to go one or the other? It's almost like what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? right? right. So I, I think nothing's going to be work the doing part of it yeah yeah but can you be something without doing it right 
or can you just be it? And and yeah. and, and and that's something that I think I struggle with. Yeah. Because for me, for me, the doing reinforces it. And yes. I think that's what helps me with like my depression yeah. and, and a lot of the other things that I struggle with yeah. because just sitting still uh -huh. isn't enough for me. Right. Because I feel like, I feel like that I matter and I am enough that, that, that me moving is a requirement. Almost, right. It's almost like saying a fish that doesn't swim. Right. Can a fish still be a fish if it ain't swimming? Right. Right. And yeah, maybe, I don't know, but I don't know which one comes, which one comes first. I know that when I wake up in the morning, yeah. I got this thought. Yeah. And then when I go to bed at night, I look back. So it's a do, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a past, present and future thing. Right. So I'm looking at what I want to do. I look at what I'm doing. Right. And then I look at what I've done. Right. And right. all of that is like a, yeah. Type of yeah. type of moment, and it, yeah. and it, and I'm not beating myself up at any point in the process. Right. I right. might want to do more tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. but that doesn't mean that what I did the day before wasn't shit. Right. And it, and it is a, it's a daily thing. You got to wake up every day and 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 exist that way every day. Um, but you know the Bible says faith without works is dead. So that mm. work piece, that moving in that, moving in that faith or moving in that, that spirit piece is, is, is valuable. But again, man, it's, it's, it's daily. So you got to wake up. I mean, so you wake up not worrying about yesterday, worry about what you, what you plan to do today. So. And you, and I think your situation it's 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 unique relative to mine, but to other people, because you got you got kids, man. Yeah, you got yeah. you have you got obligations that transcend the shit that I'm talking about. And I'll I'm always curious, cause you know, you're a relatively private dude. Yeah. And until we got tight tight, I just, you know, saw you move. And always had these, oh, what does he do? Or how is he doing that? I know he got kids. Or like, you know, you you do a really good job of compartmentalizing and and, and, and keeping the family shit to the side and doing yeah. the business shit. But you you you're you in all of the spaces, right? Not saying yeah. that you're a different cat, yeah. but as we're talking about these kinds of things, I'm wondering how do you manage the responsibility and the commitment of children and what and the work that that requires yeah along with all of the other stuff man cuz that seems like that would be a lot yeah i mean it is but your family man a lot of times is an extension of yourself so however you move you have to you have to move with your family in mind. Like you have to, um, you have to build in how you get around. And those kinds of things that you, like it's everything. So as an extension of yourself, whatever you get up and think about yourself, if, if you're changing patterns, you gotta think about 
your kids and your and your family and how you and how you approach those things, right? Good or bad, because a lot of times you wake up bad and then you know there's there's other shit. But you know, and and the being of service part, that's part of it too. How 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 are you changing patterns? How are you exhibiting this love piece that you want to give to yourself? How are you exhibiting it to your family? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To your kids. How are you how are you going to move in that space? And and again, it's an intentional piece and it's an ongoing everyday piece because some days you just don't feel like it, but those are the days that you need to do it the most, right? And it's it's uh it's a navigation, man, but again, I think about it as if it's me. So as if they're you as if they're just an extension of like oh, they're okay. my arm or they're my, you know what I'm saying? I got you. I have to, everything that I do, I have to make sure that I'm extending it to them. Everything that I feel, all the, when I want to be positive, when I have to be positive, when I have to wake up and try to be better, I want to extend it to them as well. And it, I mean, you know, to everybody. And then it becomes, as you extend it further out, it becomes, you know, who mm. you extend it to your people, you extend it to your friend, you send it to your extended family. So it's all, I mean, it's all, it's all the same, it's all sort of in the same bucket, but it, when you got kid, that children piece, it's immediate. So, and you have to, you know, and you have to extend it and also be receptive to it. So you got kids that, that go over a pretty wide range. Not yeah. super wide, but just wide enough. But, yeah. And so I'm thinking about, as you were talking about giving yeah. and extending, yeah. and then you at the end you brought in receiving back. Right. Like that giving for the 20-year-old, yeah. the receiving from that might be it's, different. It looks different. Than the nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. And so what does how do you manage that piece of it? Cuz yeah. What you give and what you get back, uh-huh, across them three is different. Is different. Yeah. Cuz it's it's weird, man, cuz you see a lot of yourself in them. So for me, when I see those parts of myself that I know that were not, you know, not, not necessarily bad, but just, you know, moving in a little different way than I'm now, I have to be, give them room for that. You know what I'm saying? I have to give them room for the mistakes that they're going to make. I have to understand that when I was their age, my message that I was getting from the world was way different than the message that I want to give to them. Mm-hmm. So I have to be aware of those things. And again, dog, it ain't always been this way. This is a, a recent sort of uh, recent activities that I want to be aware of the fact that they have shortcomings, the fact that, that they, the fact that they um, are going to make mistakes. They're doing the best they can. They, you know, we all are. So 
moving in that way, man, what I'm giving them, and I see the change in how I, what I give them and what they give back. When I give them empathy and, and, and you know, unconditional love and understanding and saying, you know, even in saying, hey, man, cool, you know, everybody make mistakes, it's done, it's over, let's, what are we going to do now? You know what I'm saying? Where are we at now? How can we, what are we going to do next? How can we mitigate that? How can we move forward from that? You start to see them implement that. You know what I'm saying? You start to see them open up to be able to, to receive that as opposed to if I'm like, motherfucker, don't, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't have all of that. Yeah. Then it, then that's what they give back that very closed off confrontational energy. Right. So, so you're raising boys to men, right? Yeah. And the young man. Yeah. And a part of that process, I'd imagine, is helping them navigate both sides of the coin, meaning what success looks like yep. and what failure looks like. Yep. What admitting your right looks like yep. and what admitting your wrong looks like. Yep. And so as yep. a father who I'm sure constructively outlines to them with grace what when they're wrong, yeah. How do you invite them into your process of acknowledging your shortcomings? Man, listen. Again, none of this is like cuz that's something I don't the, think I, I my, my father never said I was wrong. Not one time. No. <laughs> not one time, dog. So, so, I've never heard it. Like, and I think that's... And, yeah. And I think that's kind of... It's a value like, in that. It's a value. And I've said to them, hey, man, I, I've sat the, the oldest down, both of them, and been like, hey, man, I dropped the ball on this. I made a mistake. I've made my share of mistakes. We all do. Right? And talk to them about consistently talk to him about that grace piece, not just extending grace to other people, but extending it to yourself. And I think that's the key, dog. When they don't see that there is mistakes to be made, like making mistakes is part of your growth. You know what I'm saying? Failing is part of it. Failing is not, is not the mistake. You know what I'm saying? The mistake is not trying or not getting up and trying it again. Failing is part of it. And when I can say to them, Hey, man, look, I blew that or I shouldn't have done that or how I responded or what I did was not the way that I should have responded. But we here now, you know what I'm saying? And, and I have to forgive myself. I ask y'all to f- forgive me and I want y'all to start forgiving yourself, man, and, and understanding what grace and I try to teach them what grace is. And that's hard for a teenager to learn because all they know is, you know, you know they, they are hard and fast in what their opinions are about things. It's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but to hard. teach them, A, grace, and also to s- not just see the critical parts, but also see the other side of that. See where people 
are good. See where people are trying. See where people are have have a, a a good spirit or a good heart, but they just fall short in some areas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That grace piece is hard, but that's something that I consistently talk to them about and want them to extend that to themselves because they're sometimes teenage boys are super hard on themselves because they're super hard on, yeah. and it could be that the world is super hard on them. Yeah. Like they have this expectation that they land that they put on themselves. And they don't give themselves a break. They don't give themselves that grace, that that room to make mistakes. And I try to tell them, man, we all going to make mistakes, but <laughs> we're all here to help each other. If you come to me and say you made a mistake, I'm here to help. I ain't here to, you know, to 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 beat you down on a mistake that you've already made. Nothing you can do about a mistake you've already made. Let's figure out how can we move forward or how can we whatever you need to do. That's what I'm here for. And it's been plenty, man. It's been plenty of mistakes. Are there any topics that you used to struggle to have with them that has gotten easier over time? Not really, man. I've always felt like that no matter what it is, we could talk about it. Like, I think that over time, I've gained a particular... Um, because you do, dog, when you got, you want your kids to be successful and you want your kids to be great at whatever it is they want to be great at. Sometimes it's whatever you think they should be great at. And you hold them to this standard that is impossible for them to carry. So, um, so they start to hold themselves to that. And then they start to close off. They start to, you know, close themselves off because they don't want you to know that they're making mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a level of openness that you got to have to be for them to be able to say that they made a mistake. Because otherwise, they're not going to say nothing, and you're going to fall. You're going to find find out when it's way later, and it's mm-hmm. already to the edge, right? When it was, if it was something that you could have talked about initially, then we could have saved ourselves a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? So it's just being open for them to feel like that they can make mistakes, right? And then talk to you about the mistakes that they make. They can, the little mistakes that build to the biggest mistake. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When you, they could talk to you about the little mistakes or the little decisions that aren't, that they made that weren't the smart decisions, then you know, then you could start to build a level of they gotta trust you, and, and then you can trust them. And it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough because every kid is different. It's very too. different. They're, well, they're very different, and I think that's that's why the the little ones, little mistakes right. repeated turn into patterns. Yeah, all patterns are are habits. Yep, and and a lot of times. Yep. When you're 14, 15, 18, 19, 20, 10, yeah. Yeah. it's hard for you to see how small things mm-hmm. turn into habits. Yep. So when yep. you popping off mm-hmm. about something, mm-hmm. to them it seems small. Right. But because they don't have, they haven't lived long enough to exactly. connect the dots. Exactly. And, and and they haven't been able to see how yeah. 
patterns turn yeah. into habits. So yeah. what do you mean? I just just my yeah. bed. I just forgot yeah. to make. And in your mind, you're like, motherfucker, this yeah. is how you end up not being shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and that might, yeah. and that that's an extreme, but that's, yeah. it's like the small things. It's like yeah. when you talk back to your mom. Yep. Like when you, when you talking back to people. Yeah. Like that yeah. turns into something else. Yep. But because yep. you 13 mm -hmm. and you don't know shit. Yeah. You don't know what else it turns into. Yeah. But yeah. I know a dude who used to talk back to his mama. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker on parole right now. That's but, clean. It, but that's, but they can't, they can't, they can't connect those dots. So, no. and I think for my godson, I had a lot of conversations with him about trusting. Yes. Understanding that if you have been doing anything for a short period of time, and somebody else has been doing something for three or four times that amount yeah. of time. Yeah. You have to assume mm -hmm. that they know more. Yeah. In the same way that I would, you would assume that I, that you know more about making beats. Right. Than me. Right. So if I came in, what am I going to look like trying to tell you some shit? So even though you might not necessarily understand. Yeah. Trust the person who's telling you. Yeah. It just that. just leave room for the trust thing, even if you don't see it, yep. because you're not supposed to see it. Yeah, and, and you're that's, 15. Right, and that's what I tell them, man. There, there is a trust piece that, you know, I just don't think that kids see a lot of times. And, I, and sometimes I wonder, do they trust you, or do they just, or is it that they just want to be independent enough to think that they know? Right. And so I, I've made a concerted effort to always talk about trust. Hey, man, I am here for you. I am not here to hinder you. I want you to live as carefree of a life as you could possibly do. If you whatever you want to achieve, whatever goals you set, I'm just here to support you getting there. And with, you know, with whatever needs to get done. Um, but, you know, you need to trust that I'm. That, like you said, I see things that you don't see. Like I did an example. I was, uh, I had him stand in front of me, and I said, "Well, what's behind you?" And I said, "Don't turn around. Look at what's behind you." And they couldn't say what was behind them. And I was like, "Well, behind you is X, Y, and Z, right?" And I'm showing you that I see things. You know, it ain't about knowing more or anything. It's just the fact that I have a vision of something that you don't have. So I can tell you if something is behind you that you need to be aware of. I can tell you if, if there are things that you need to pay attention to that are in spaces blind to what you're looking at. So, but you have to trust that what I'm telling you is, is valid. And, and that's hard. That's tough. And I think a part of the trust part on the parent side that is, that is even harder than that or just as hard, I should say, is trusting them, meaning the process. Yeah. Trusting that they're, because I think a lot of times, they, all they want to know is, will you be there if they fuck up? Yep. And yeah. when they fuck up. Yeah. And a lot of times what we're telling them is, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
You can't fuck up. Right. 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 And so, that's pressure. And that and that's pressure. Yeah. So sometimes a part of the, the parent side of it, I think, yeah. is yeah. watching them literally run into a proverbial wall, bro. Yep. And just yep. be there on the side. Yeah. To have a conversation. Yeah. Maybe not even to say, hey man, what'd you learn? Or what just be exactly. there, be like just pick them up and then just Exactly. So because we want to reduce pain. And reduce barriers yeah. and all of these things that yep. actually build character. All yeah. of the shit that we had to overcome to get to make us who we are. Right. And so they're sitting on. So when we say when we're talking about trust. Yeah. A lot of times we're talking about them trusting us. Right. As opposed to us trusting them. That is that is clean. That they can persevere yep. through that failure yep. and they'll and they'll be okay because sometimes all yeah. they're saying is let me fail yeah yeah and, and, and in a way that an adolescent says it right because they know they that it's wrong yeah but this is this is how they carve out yep their space in yep. life yep and learning and 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 you're right dog trusting that and I, and I try to tell them this, and I don't know if it comes across, because like I said, man, fuck, I don't, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just moving <laughs> from moment to moment the best way I can, dog, because this shit is hard. Mm -hmm. But uh, having them understand that no matter what, I'm here. No, I don't care what, I don't, there is not a situation that you can present to me that you can put yourself in, mistake that you can make that will make me not be here. I am here. And sometimes it is when they do make those mistakes to not be like, like you said, not to be like, okay, well, you should have did this and you should have did that. Sometimes it's just to be like, hey, man, shit. Yeah. Happens. We all, we all fuck up. Let's, mm -hmm. let's keep it, you know, let's go get something to eat. It ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We talk about it when you feel like talking about it. If you don't, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll deal with it however we deal with it. Let's go get something to eat. And no, and just sitting and eating, that's there. It ain't got to be no long extended speeches about what they did wrong and how they fucked up and the long laundry list of shit. It is sometimes just being in a space with them lets them know that he's there. And I think that we, like for me, before, <laughs> there's a feeling that we're letting them off the hook if we do that. Oh, like, yeah. If you don't blow up. So there's a punishment. There's always a punishment attached to a mistake. So naturally, you're not going to tell them the mistake because you don't want the punishment. You already, there's already, you already punished yourself enough. There's already guilt. There's already a feeling of failure that the kid feels from just making a mistake. Yeah. And now I got to tell this motherfucker who's going to yell at me for 45 minutes and, and bring up all the shit that I've done wrong. And now I, I just rather not say nothing. Right. But when they know that that they can sit in that, sit with you, and you sit with them through the mistake, then that, that it's a different dynamic. But that's hard, dog, that's hard, because we grow up with this punishment mentality yeah. of, we're gonna make you pay for every mistake that you make. We're gonna motherfucking cut your hair off because you, you know, did this, or we're gonna, I saw a dog on the internet, not to derail, where this chick, built a, a prison for her son in a closet in her house. 
Get the fuck out of here. So she put the the bed in the closet and had like, and she was like, the internet, this is his cell. What's your number? And had her son <laughs> recite a number, I promise you, recite a number in the cell. And they said, there's his underwear, his belt, and showing like, you know, I mean, the closet was like a, like a, like a thin closet. So his bed was just on the other side of the wall. So it just, and she went on to say that he's doing things and all of this. And so he, you know, this is how the world's going to treat him if he don't, you know, I was like, that's tough. I mean, dog, that's, you know, but we do have this punishment mentality. So everything that every mistake that a kid's make, we feel like we have to respond with punishment. Dog, I've done it. And I regret it. Yeah. Every day I regret those kinds of that. But that's the shit that I was taught. Yeah. So what the fuck you gonna do? Yeah. And I think what I always thought was clean was the truth piece, man. Yeah. Even about I used to always be like, I ain't never tell my kids no motherfucking Santa Claus. <laughs> fuck Santa Claus. Fuck the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Fuck the tooth fairy. I'm like, <laughs> fuck all lies. <laughs> like, like, let's get this shit straight. Right. And, right. And, and even the lies about me and right. about what I know and about what I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. and even yeah. this whole, and, and I always thought that it was really, there was something, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Romantic. about just being a hundred with a yeah. kid yeah. and about letting them know what's what and saying, hey, look, because I always felt, I heard uh, Mr. Farrakhan say that a, ch a child is capable of learning whatever a teacher is capable of teaching. That's fact. And a lot of times we're judging kids. We're, mm -hmm. we're, when, we, when we're telling a kid what they can't learn, right. what we're really saying is what we can't teach. Right. And so... Right. But we're blaming the we're we're putting the onus on the child, yeah. which is a fucked up thing. Yeah. But what it re what we're really saying is, I don't have the ability. I I don't have the ability to break that concept down yeah. in a way that you can understand. Right. And a lot sometimes it's I don't want to deal with even saying it because it requires me to say a truth that I haven't said yet. Yes. Yes. So I can't say it to you because I can't say it to my fucking self. And it and it and it talk. It's about the racism shit. Yeah. It's about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Oh, I want I want them. Well, I would say I want the child to enjoy the world and yeah. see they're yeah. gonna know the reality of the world. And every time I hear that, I yeah. always see it as an excuse. And not to knock. I understand. Right. There's a protection piece in there too. But yeah. Because 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 an excuse to protect. Right. To, that's what I mean. Right. To, like. Cause it's like, I don't, this isn't something that I want to deal with right. for them. Right. Cause minute you open up the world, you got, you got a responsibility. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I think, and the kids know it in the same way that we knew it. Right. And there's something real clean about the idea of you telling your sons, man, like, I'm just trying to figure this shit out too. Yep. It's some shit that I got figured out, but it's a lot of shit that I don't have figured out. Yep. And 
Y'all gonna come looking at me for an answer? And I might not have it. But but the the the, the dope shit about our family yeah. is we're gonna figure it out together. We're here. We're yep. here. That's it. And we don't get to give up as a unit. Yep. Like that yep. ain't that's not what we do. That's right. And so that's And we don't like, give up on each other. So we that's so we have to figure, we have to figure it out. We've gotta see, we've gotta see this shit. The rule. Yeah. Because sometimes it ain't even necessarily about solving the problem. It's That's just right. about sustaining. Right. And sometimes there's to no. To get through. There's no solution. Sometimes this, it just is. You just got to. You just got to sustain. You got to keep. Right. You just got to push through it. That's right. And so. I think these kids are smart enough. I think they're yep. strong enough. Yep. I think they're. We get. We talk about. I mean. I've heard a lot of conversations talking about like what these kids can and can't do and shit like that. But right. They're a lot more, they have strengths that yeah. we didn't have. Yep, and they and have savvy that we don't have, that we didn't that, have. That, that not, not at all. Right. And I think that there are ways in which they're going to be moving and, and, and contributing to the world that we would never be able to. But yeah. It's going to be in a different way, but it's going to be their way. Yeah, and, and again, dog, I, for me, the piece is once I understood what the fuck you just said, then I have to, my job becomes to make sure that two things, that I don't pass the self-doubt and the fuckery that exists, that I struggle, you know what I'm saying, to them in yeah. ways of the judgments and the criticisms. and the, the, I have to make them feel... Inter an internal sense of grace and forgiving themselves that I didn't have. Because that, once you can forgive your, and you don't hold on to this shit, and you don't stack the shit, and again, let's go back. If you don't carry this bag full of all this shit around with you all of the time, dog, it frees you up to be whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever you want to be. And, and that is, dog, that peace is where as you become an adult is where you start to be become a whole person because if we walk around with this shit pent all up these failures these shortcomings and these you know we feel like every time we make a mistake we sit in judgment of ourselves like our parents sat in judgment of us like dog is it it's heavy it's heavy man and i think that piece that you just that forgiveness piece and knowing how to let go, bro. Dog. Like, like the idea. Right. We, of, don't, we don't teach them that shit. We don't teach that's them, a, bro. That's a skill. That's not something you're just born with. That's yeah. a skill. Well, it is you're born with it, you're but born, you spend. You're, you're programmed exactly. to do the exact opposite. Exactly. And then you got to deprogram the motherfucker. Exactly. No, it, it, it is, man. Because, and I think it, it, and I think it goes back to that punishment shit. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, if, if we were raised to, I'm going to crush you. Yeah. I'm going to, this is how you teach, through That's pain. Right. That's right. Life is painful enough. That's right. The, 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 the end That's result, right. the, the, the outcome or the ramification of an action. Yeah. Is yeah. pain yep. enough. Yep. Adding yep. on top of that an ass whooping. <laughs> uh, you ain't shit. Yeah. You ain't going to never be shit. 30 minutes of that. You just like your daddy. Dog. And then we... And then come back behind that with a... You know I love you, right? 
And it's like, yo. Right. But then you bring the shit up again two days later. Or the next time they make a mistake, you bring that same shit up again. And uh, I was in the four agreements that talked about humans are the only animals that relive mistakes thousands of times. <laughs> like no other animal, re- once they make a mistake, hey, all right, well, yeah. fuck it, it's over. But we relive them shits, and then other motherfuckers re-remind re- us of it over and over, and we as parents do that to our kids, man. And they grow up with that critical judge living inside of them. Now, again, we all do the best we can. We do what we were taught, right? So, you know, and we all, a lot of us raised wonderful, functional kids, you know what I'm saying, into wonderful, functional adults, right? But, dog, that critical piece carries, even as a functional adult, it car- it, it, you carry it with you and it, and it is something you struggle with your whole life. Even as a wonderful functional adult, it's still something that we, the anxiety of it, the panic yeah. of it, the all that shit we carry around, dog, how we deal in our relationships and all that shit, how we, dog, it's all a product of it's that. Like, it's, like, it's like being an a NFL player and then you watching old game tapes. Over and over and over, and you just popping in the tapes. The right. crazy part is, you only watching the failures. You're only watching the failures yep. in your life. Yep. The mistakes. Yep. And you playing them shits over thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands and thousands of times, uh, yep. and you just popping in the tape. Mm-hmm. You just popping in the motherfucking tape. Yep. And then you wonder why yep. shit don't change. Yep. Because you popping in. All you watching is the game tapes yep. of your failure. Yep. Yep. Over, you're right. Over and even when it don't even, it's not even about whatever. If you're a quarterback, if you're watching tapes, you throw interceptions over and over again, but you need to learn how to hand off the ball. Yeah. But you still watch <laughs> interceptions. You can't get that tape off of rewind. You can't. And, but, but, and, but the new circumstance causes you to learn how to hand off but all you been watching the tapes on. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's fucking passing. Yeah. That is it. That is it, dog. Yeah. And, we, and we give that to, you know. And as I said, dog, we do the best we can, but that piece is, is, is critical to changing how we interact with ourselves, dog. Because, you know, our kids, your stepson, I mean, your uh, godson included, dog, are, ex- are extensions of us. They are carrying, and we had this conversation, they're carrying for things that we planted them. And we can plant good shit. We can plant bad shit. We can plant a combination. But they carry it forward. And we need to make sure what we're giving them are things that they can use. Right. And they, they do. They know, like we've talked about before, dog, they know who, how those influences work, how the, where they come from, where they even if they don't subconsciously, even if they don't really understand it, they know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And they know, you know, and they know what it is. And they need to know that we dog. We don't know. Have all the answers. We don't. I don't know. But I'm here. Let's go get something to eat. Yeah. Let's go get let's go get some uh 
a burger, some wings or something. Let's, let's chop it up. Let's figure it out. Do your kids watch the podcast? Nah, I don't think they have. They might have. I don't think they have yet. What's your thoughts about that? Oh, it's all good to me. These ain't a lot of these conversations we've had. So it's not. Is I mean, there anything you've said to them that you, is there anything you've said on the podcast that you think that they don't know? Nah. I think everything we've talked about on here. And again, dog, I use some of these conversations we've had in having conversations with them about how to, like, I want them to understand how to interact, especially with themselves. That's the key for me is how you interact with yourself. Because it, to me, it always begins with how you think of yourself and how you interact with yourself, right? If you can change that dynamic, then you can change how you interact and you can change patterns. Like if you know that I need to interact with myself in a loving way, right? Then I need to change the pattern about how I interact with everything around me. So yeah, so that, I've had conversations with them about that and some of the other stuff we talked about too. If your kids could say, if somebody asked your kid, what do you think your dad does not get about you. What do you think they would say? I don't know, man. That's a good question. I think that less now than it was before, but, you know, I was big on, like, you're wasting your time. You need to do something productive, and you need to, you know what I'm saying? I was really big on that. Not, not so much now, um, but I would think that they might say that they felt like that I thought that they weren't trying hard enough, mm -hmm. right? That they didn't spend every waking moment trying to achieve whatever they were trying to achieve. So, and didn't understand that, you know, maybe I didn't see them doing it, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that they weren't making an effort. Right, but that effort was never seen as the right effort, right? So, but again, I dog, I've apologized for that. Like, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to be happy. I don't, and you will get to wherever you need to get to being happy, right? That's if you're happy, then you know, then you will be motivated to, to get to where you need to get to. If you're a ball of nerves and anxiety and panic and mess, it won't happen. And if it does, you're going to be miserable when you get there. Shout out to all the dads, man, who sure. were raised in the ways of the old school. <laughs> who... Who, who see the value in that <laughs> and the error. Yeah. And are, and, are, and are trying, not trying, fuck it, you're doing it. Yeah. And who are, and who are um, creating new ways of interacting and parenting and, you know, their, their children or godchildren, you know, whoever, you know, shout out to the, yeah. to the men, men and women, but, I think I want to speak to the men yeah. and just say, you know, it's not an easy thing. And it's, and it's a, um, and we're, 
we didn't we weren't even planning to talk about this. Nah, we and weren't. I, I think one of the things that led my spirit to even go down that topic, man, is just knowing I've seen you interact with your kids, man. Right. We've talked about enough of the struggles and challenges, and the shit can be emotional. Yeah. Um, and things don't always go the way we want it to. And I think that there, you know, you didn't ask to have this topic, but, you know, just the, just want to let you know, man, I see you, bro. And I, I appreciate the man that you are and the work that you're doing and, you know, the, 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 the pieces of it that you need to own and just your, your, your dedication, man, to getting this shit right with your kids, man, and, and inviting them on your process of being better. Cause you know, like everybody signed up for the same shit, yep. you know, in your family and that is to be better. Yep. So, um, I see you, man. And it was something about the conversation that you had the other day, uh, when I heard you on the phone that really moved me, bro. And I just wanted to, uh, I didn't say anything yeah. at the time when I heard the conversation, but it was, uh, I felt, I felt the love you felt and the concern and the support. And, uh, and I know that a lot of men are showing up like that yeah. for their kids. And uh, just wanted to say shout out to all of y'all men and specifically you, brother. Yeah, it's, uh, and again, dog, this is not like, you know, my dad, gave me a lot of gems just in, you know, just in how to be there, like how to try to be there. It wasn't always right. It wasn't always pretty, but you know, you know that they're there and there's a, there's a value in feeling that, right? My brother's too, man. My brother got three sons too, so. Wow. Um, him too, there. Like driving wherever they gotta go, there. And and I think more so than anything else, dog, when you're there and they know you're gonna be there, like there's no doubt in their mind, dog, there's a value in that. And that piece, and that's something that was passed to me that I cherish, dog. And that's something that I hope I'm passing to them that just being present. Um, and then the, 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 the switches is also to, you know, and being and operating in grace for myself, for them, and then hopefully for themselves operating in, in that level of grace, man. Cause that is power in that people think it's weakness in, in that forgiven peace and that, you know, Dealing with people with grace and mercy and forgiveness, but it's power in that, man. Because you make a powerful person as opposed to someone who's beat down and 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 anxious and and, and all of those things, man. It's tough. But it's a dog, it's a lot of fathers out here trying to figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Going through whatever you need to go through to figure this shit out, doing better than trying to do better than what they fathers did, trying to, to trying it, man. It's a process, dog. It's all a process. And nobody got this shit figured out. Not one person. And, and 
And, 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 and if the shit didn't work out with the moms, right? You gotta give your, you gotta forgive yourself for that too. Yep. And it's okay. And that it ain't nothing wrong with trying to make the best out of a out of a not so best situation. Yep. And and there are a lot of people navigating that. Yep. That need to be reminded yeah. that you're not a bad parent. Yep. If the relationship with the mom didn't work out. Yep. And that everybody is just doing the best that they can. Yep. And and that part two is um important and needs to be and people need to be reminded it's a lot of people walking around who feel like they're failures as parents man because yeah. this shit didn't work out and to your point you can still be there yeah you can still show up yeah you can still you can still instill into that child a sense of worth and yep. a sense of support yep um yeah. Even if those other things didn't necessarily line up. Yep. But it's got to start with the forgiveness piece yeah. of that of that too. And yeah. so and it, and it's tough because um you know, situations are different all over the place, man. But um the being present, like you ain't got to have no lengthy explanations or lengthy until you're ready right, to have those conversations, but just be trying to be there, wherever mm -hmm. there is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Picking them up from school, taking them a lunch, seeing them in the, I mean, seeing them in the morning, do whatever, whatever small piece, if they see you, there's all, the kids always want to forgive, man. I don't know no kids walking, you only really <laughs> build up this this resentment, once you get older and the shit is built for years. But kids, they just want to see your face. They just want to see that you're there. You ain't got to have it all figured out. You ain't got to have all the money and all the whatever and all the toys and all the Jordans. Just And they might beat you up if you wasn't there. Right. But, you know, like... Even still, that's even, right. Even still, like, that, that ain't... Right. That's hurt. Right. And sometimes right. you got to... Yep. Love through that shit, you yeah. know, because like you said, they want to forgive. Yeah. You know, you got, man, you got motherfuckers 45 years old <laughs> wanting to forgive their yeah. parents. Yep. But the parent is like, oh, yeah. well, fuck that. I tried to call them two weeks ago. And they didn't call me back. It's like, yeah. nigga, how you going to give up? Like, yeah. you were absent. Yeah. yeah Let them tough. beat you up a little bit if that's where they at. But just. Yeah, it's tough. Because like, it's guilt, man. It's guilt. And it's, I mean, but they want to forgive. Like right. when you, like we right. want to let go of that. Right. But I, I don't think, to me, in those situations, I don't think either party knows how. Yeah. They want to, like the parents, want to be forgiven and understand where the resentment comes from. But they feel guilt and they feel whatever they feel, and they don't know how to come to you and be like, "Look, man, um." I fucked up. But let's, some, let's go get something to eat and talk about this shit. But, but, but they don't know how. But they don't know how to forgive themselves. Exactly. So so it's like with me and my moms. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I have I've called my mother and said, I love you. 
and I don't like the relationship that we have. And I want it to be better. Right. But I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And I need your help. Yeah. Flat out. Yeah. Let's work on this together. Yeah. yeah. I said this shit over 20 years ago, bro. You know that my mother and I just had a conversation. She was in the hospital last year. And I went to go to the hospital to see her. And she was like, I don't know how to forgive myself. That's key, man. And the and the and the and the key. And, 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 and no matter how I'm trying to move on, bro, she's stuck. That's right. And so as the even as the child, yeah, I've gotta love my mom through yeah. that. Yep. Because that's what I'm supposed to do, yeah. and that's what the situation calls. Yeah. But what, and I'm saying that to say that sometimes the forgiveness has to start with yourself yep. as the parent. Because yep. the kid could be sitting over there forgiving you to the best of their ability, yeah. and you can't even you can't. see it because you can't forgive yourself. You can't receive it. You just you can't you can't you can't even receive it. And how you feel about yourself? I mean, you're a lot of times, especially of a older generation, dog. They are riddled with guilt, and and it, and especially if they've had their share of mistakes, they are riddled with that shit and and the the, the guilt and the the criticism that they give themselves. They live in that shit. All day, all night, dog. They cannot escape from that. They can't, they can't show themselves a moment of grace, right? Um, or, or, or forgiveness. So once a child, like, and that child really reminds them of those mistakes. Just looking at them. Just what I'm saying. Yeah. Just looking at them. So they can't even receive, and even when the child is like, look, mom, I... You know, like you said, I I want to fix this. I want our relationship. They don't know how to even come out of that. Yeah. That shit is 30 years in the in the in the building. Yeah. 35, 40 years in the building. It's hard as shit to come out of that. Yeah. Shit, it's hard. Dog, we just talked about forgiving last week. What'd I say? <laughs> it's motherfuckers that I don't like. I met once. You know what I'm saying? Five years ago. I ain't like I don't like the motherfuckers ever since. Right. So that shit is that shit is hard, man. It's no until you can re give and receive forgiveness for yourself is hard as shit. Now, it could be a way that you can show. How to. How to receive that forgiveness and how to build that forgiveness for yourself. But I don't fucking know. I think that. So for me, just. Being there, yeah, just, and just letting yeah. it go, like, you're right, because I'm not, I'm not there pouting, yeah, yeah, I'm not there, <laughs> grown man pouting, entering into the space, <laughs> right, on attack mode, yeah, it's right. kind of like just a, you know, let me see, you know, let me be what it is, but it's right. a, it's a, it's a two part thing, yeah, and you know, I can only contribute to our relationship in the ways that I can control. Right. I can't control how she shows up. Right. And a, and a part of me accepting the situation is mm -hmm. recognizing that. Yeah. And just accepting that. And That's so funny. I know that she's, you know, 
My mom don't call me that much. Right. Even now. Like, right. and sometimes I'll call her. So now I'm, do I want my mom to call me, man? Of course, bro. Yeah. But yeah. she don't have to call me. Right. Right. She's dealing with whatever she's dealing with on her side. Right. And you get it. And I get it. And I'm okay with that. And she don't, like, I'm cool with calling you to right. check on you. I'm right. cool with that piece of it. Right. Like, that's, and there's no slight on it. There's no resentment. I'm only acknowledging it because it relates to the conversation she and I had about her not being able to forgive herself. She right. calls my brother. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our relationship can be whatever she wants it to be. Right. You know? And, right. But we get to own that. And, and it's, dog, it's a process. Even, even having that conversation was hard for her. You know what I'm saying? Even, even having that conversation probably opened her eyes to what she was feeling about herself in ways that she probably haven't, hasn't visited. So it's a process, man, and, and it'll... It'll continue to build and grow, man. I mean, that's, that's I mean, all. Every day, that's all we can do. Yeah, man. Um, how you feel? I'm good, bro. Shout out to the babies. Yeah, shout out to the babies. Man. All of them. All what of you them. been listening to? You know what, man? I've found a... Uh, so in, in sampling, in finding... Well hearing samples and song hip hop. And I'm sort of like the early hip hop was James Brown heavy. Mm -hmm. But then the later hip hop got into like, there's a jazz nexus of R&B dog, of dance music. The Donald Birds, the Roy Ayers, the uh, Dexter Wanzell. Uh, what, what, what hip hop, are you talking about like Diggable uh, Planets type era? Or yeah, past that? around like, I'm going to say around, I don't know, 93, 94, Tribe, later Tribe, all the way up through the Melissa Morgan joint that Jay-Z used. Hmm. And all of those, the locks using Dexter Wanzell and, and, and John, John A using uh, some of these jazz-heavy, Donald Byrd, especially jazz heavy RB. I wouldn't even call it RB. It's like dance music, bro. Like Roy Ayers. You know, Roy Ayers mm -hmm. put the shit together. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole genre of that that motherfuckers haven't explored yet, dog. On the hip hop side or on the. The original. The original, the original joint. Yeah, not the hip hop side. Okay. The original joints. Shout out to my man, Dion, man. Dexter Wanzell's. I don't know what he is, relative, but uh, that's my man. Yeah, we used to work together, and one day we was talking, and uh, we were talking about sample. We was talking about the locks. No shit. And he was like, yeah, Dexter Wanzell is my cousin or something. I was like, what? He, he got joints. Like, You hey, know he was lying, right? His last name is Wanzell. Of course it is. <laughs> it wasn't nah, Ayers. Nah, dog. <laughs> because when I look at him, he looked like the cat. It's fun. It's crazy, dog. Man, if they are related, if you, if your last name was Washington, and you looked <laughs> like Denzel, <laughs> would you tell women that Denzel Washington was, was your my cousin? Brother, my brother, my cousin. My point, Dion. We forgive you, bro. 
Hey, man, don't listen to this dude, man. We know Wazel ain't your cousin. Dion, cousin. Man. That's Shout convenient. Out to cousin is always the low-hanging fruit, because you don't <laughs> want to say brother, because you can look that up on Wikipedia. So you no, always say, you know he's my cousin. You know he's my... I think it's something like his father's... See? Cousin or his father's, something like that. Father, Her grandfather... I don't know, man. Something exactly. like that. But they, they, shout out to Dion, man. Don't listen to this cat, man. Dion, y'all not related. Uh, so yeah, so cats like that. Um, let me see. Somebody the, let else me see the gold. Let me see Archie, the gold plaques. Archie Bell and the Dells. Archie <laughs> Bell. <laughs> oh man, I was just listening to an MF Doom song, and he referenced Archie Bell. Yeah, it got joints, man. It, it's a. I want to explore it a little more, man. But it's a. It's a, Earth, Wind, and Fire got a little bit of that in there. But it's a it's a nexus, it's a whole genre of that Royer's dance jazz music that exists. That's a precursor to like the more soulful house, you know what I'm saying? And the more like danceable RB, maybe even disco, I'm not even sure. But it's a mm. it got a little bit of the uh Barry White vibe, but it's a little jazzier, you know what I'm saying? That's what I've been listening to. It's dope. I've been listening to some UK jazz folks. Oh, um, nice. Nice. Speaking of that, did you know that uh, Loose Ends, Sweetest Pain? You heard that song, right? No. Got to be the sweetest pain. Mm-mm. Yeah. No more. What about it? Uh, it's a remake. From who? Dexter Wanzell. Oh, Dion's Dope. cousin? Yeah. Dope record. Dope record. Loose Ends. Who's a who's a British Dion's cousin too? <laughs> listen, Dion, don't listen to this dude. Loose ends. Who's a British R&B band? A dope motherfucking. Don't you ever try to change me? Yeah, they they wanted to. Hold on. What's what's the name of the song? Sweetest pain. And you say this is um, Dion's people? That's the uh, Loose Ends version. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a that is a remake of the Dion. I mean, the Dion's people. Yeah, that's a dope record, dog. That's a dope band. That's, I think British soul is so sleeped on, dog. Like all the way back to like the system, it had dope records. And there's some samples that people use from there too. Dexter Wanzell is heavily sampled. I don't know if you knew that. Hold on, here, dum dum. You gonna exactly all that, my boy Dion. He ain't your cousin. He ain't your cousin. What if he was singing that? He ain't my cousin. Dexter was singing that. He ain't my cousin. Hey. This is Dexter Wanzel. <laughs> Just wanted to let y'all know. You petty, dog. You Dion, real petty. Full of shit. <laughs> he ain't my cousin. He ain't my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't, he ain't hey, my man. cousin. <laughs> you stupid, dog. Dion, don't listen to this dude. Appreciate that's, you. That's bro. the homie. Uh, what, what kind of British soul? Uh, British jazz. British jazz, sorry. Uh, like some Oscar Jerome. Um, uh, 
that's mainly the the one I've been listening to. Do you think British jazz has something to do with the loose ends Yousef and the, days, and uh, and all of them? Omar's and loose ends and uh, I'm sure you know being over there, bro. That. The way they shit bubble, I think yeah, is it different. Is. It, it does, and and but it bubbles. But it's very in, but it's so like very, listen, but it's influenced heavily by shit that be happening over here, it, low key. One hundred. I mean, like it's a. It's a copy and paste yeah. with some other type of ingredient. In but it's there. the good shit, though. It, it's the good pieces of exactly. it. And it. Exactly. And, they, and so when I say bubble, I mean like how it moves through the underground scene yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah. so like Georgia Smith. Yeah. She's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Even her, uh, Jordan Reiki. Tom yeah. Mish, some yeah. of them actually bubble up, yeah. but or, or get to the top. But the right. way it, but the, the the work that they're, I think you, for me personally, I think I would have to be there, yeah, to be into their scene, yeah, and they to uh, see how it bubbles, and they are good with it just being on their scene. See, I think a lot of times we wanna. Here we want to go out and 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 be the biggest shit right in the world and be the most popular celebrity and all that musician or whatever. They are good with being on an underground circuit because they can go to because their underground circuit is they, they Britain is is England is Germany is Sweden is Italy is France is Spain. You know what I'm saying? They have that whole circuit. Yeah. Of underground good shit to go. So they don't have to be the biggest act. You know what I'm saying? It, they can exist and, and have a hell of a living doing that. And maybe, so it's kind of like what um, Hiatus Coyote, right? Like, exactly. They bubbled for, I mean, they were big yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the people, and that's what I mean when I say bubble. Like, right. they're bubbling, I think certain parts of it, you had to be in those spaces. Right. But when you're in those spaces over right. there, right. like they big. Yeah, the energy. It's like different. when they come here and go to live. Yeah. I remember when High Hi is Coyote first came here mm -hmm. and they went to live. They yeah. didn't have that many motherfuckers in there. But the Crazy. second time they came back, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't get in the motherfucker. And, I, and by that time I was like, I don't even want to listen to them yeah. no more. <laughs> Cause it was like, yeah. you know, they at, at that point it was a it was a whole different kind of it was a whole different kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how that, uh, I love that about that, man, that, that uh, you know, you can be a quote-unquote underground act and, and exist in there, and people, and people exist in there. People go, and, and DJs are the same way over there, man. You can exist as a quote-unquote underground and do your thing, and people will come to you yeah. because they love that shit. It can be a varying... I mean, it could be all kinds of different shit, but they love it. I mean, you could be Jazzy Jeff. You could be, you know, Kenny Right. You could be anybody in between, and they will love that shit because that's their scene. Because they big overseas. Kenny yeah. Dope. Yeah. Eats. Yeah. All of them do, man. All of them do. And that's good. That's dope. I love it. I man, love it. I meant to tell you, like your socks, dog. Appreciate that, dog. I try to, I'm trying to keep up with you, bro. Yeah, you, you still behind, dog. Way behind, but I'm getting there. Still. Now, I was in front, you caught up, I let you catch up, and now I'm behind because sure. I, I stopped. 
Well, you, you, you saw, you saw, you recognize your own slightness. And then you said, let me go ahead and flex. And you caught up and passed and I let you shine. So, but your shine only can last but for so long until I come back and kick down the buildings like the dog pound. So listen to this. Internet. <laughs> this is a video. So y'all can see that. And with that said, thank y'all for tuning in. Man. Hey, man. Go love somebody, man. Forgive somebody. Love somebody. Love yourself. And love the fact that I look better than <laughs> Let that man live.